Hello everybody, this is your boy Shoggy, from the Jax Nerd, doing another Geek Gauntlet podcast. This one's solely going to be on World of Warcraft Legion. It's been a while since I've done a podcast, and I figured, well, I should probably do one. You know, I've had a lot of requests, I've had some people say, hey, when's your next one going to come out? Um, I've been extremely busy in real life trying to uh, just get some stuff done. But um, in between that time, I've played a lot of Warcraft uh, Legion. And I've thoroughly enjoyed it, and I figured it's been out for a month, and I'll give a little review. Um, without further ado on it, um, there was a lot of, kind of, this was, everything was hinging on Legion coming out. This expansion was really going to define the future of, wow, uh, Warlords of Draenor, the one that came out before it, its predecessor, was not that great. It came out with a lot of hype and fell flat really quick. Um, a lot of people complained about things. Certain things, I will say, were justified, and a lot of stuff was kind of frivolous. The main overall body of Warlords of Draenor, I think, was really good. Um, I think my main criticism, they fell flat because they just didn't keep up with the content. They really let it go because they were focusing on here. Now, with all that said, um, how does Legion feel? To me, it feels like WoW learned its mistakes. It sit there, or sat and took the feedback from everybody, the goods, the bads, the uglies, and really hammered out a well-detailed, a well-thought-out expansion. Um, the story on it is great. I really like it. I like that there's a main driving story with several other characters woven into it, and then there's also loose ends. There's little tidbits here that, uh, you know, they're talking about certain things that you're going, well, wait a minute, what about that? Or, wait a minute, what about this? And I, I really like that there's a couple what-ifs that are, like, teaser, trivial, could be something, nice little fan fiction, and you can really dive into. But I do like that the driving force and all the other races, like, everything that you start out on here kind of fits together. And that's what really kind of failed on other things. It felt like you were being pushed through this one little tunnel and here um, with Legion the reason why I say you were pushed through is because you had like almost a natural progression of zones that you would do in the story and so it would go zone by zone by zone well this one you can do any zone at any time pretty much besides the last one the last one does is at the end uh, Suramar so the zones are as follows uh, you have Stormheim, High Mountain, uh, Valshara, Azuna and then Suramar um, those are the ones that are available right now. I'm sure the Broken Isles will open up later. But you can start the four zones besides Suramar at any time and do its own little quest and see its own little story and see how it unravels and, and, and develops and ties into the bigger theme. Really cool. The cinematics were on point. Um, I thought there were some really neat things that they brought into the game lore-wise. A little bit, they polished a lot of things up. There was a lot of questions with the uh, World of Warcraft uh, mythos. You know, what, what's going on? Who's the Sargeras? Who's Argeras, sorry. Um, where does he come from? Where are the Titans? What is this? And they're starting to answer some of the things. They're starting to polish some of the stuff. They're start, starting to make... Because the Titans were kind of like just these things you heard about, and you didn't really know too much about them. And they're doing a really good job in making the story and bringing it from the... They, you know, when they made the Chronicles, the book, and now they've really brought it to the game, they're doing a great job of storytelling. Like, the World of Warcraft, when it first came out, was just, hey, here it is. 
and they're trying to build some sort of story, and it was very sketch. And then the Burning Crusade, the first expansion, had a little bit of a story, but still, it was just, hey, what's, what's something cool and something fun to do next? And it wasn't until, really, Wrath that they started really doing telling a story. Really getting to the story. It's like, okay, we're going to go after someone cool. We're going to go after Arthas, but let's tell a good story. And from there on, they really tried. Um, there was a, of course, there's a balance. People have their, their ups and downs about everything. They're like, oh, well, you know, Cataclysm was so much dragons and Deathwing. Well, yeah, it was. That was their main theme and focus. It's kind of like, oh, Warcraft Legion's about demons. Yeah. What, what the hell's your point? Seriously, like, well, what's your, are you, are you mad? I mean, they told you it was going to be about it. That's what it's going to be. So now you're mad that it's about it. But anyway, um, and so you're really trying to tie in the rest of the games. And this one's given more legitimacy to previous expansions. And it's neat to see the tie back of some, some of everybody's, I want to say everybody, but a majority of people's um, favorite first expansion and, you know, favorite person, um, Illidan Stormrage. And there was so much mystery around here. You know, you're called the Betrayer, and you have so many things going with you. You know, uh, you were for the Le- It seems like one point you turned your back on Azeroth, and you were for the Legion, and then you went back against, you know, um, the demons, and you're you're going after Azeroth again. And it's like, oh, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. You were for Azeroth. You're at the demons now. You're with the demons. Now you're after Azeroth now. Wait a minute. You're back on the demons. Now you're at undead, and and you just you're really trying to figure out where the heck is this guy, and the opening cinematics on this, um, especially if you play um, your different characters, you'll get a different story, and I think that's really unique. Um, I've played three characters, or at least the openings of three characters. Um, I've read about more. Yeah, I think I've done the openings of four characters. I'm sorry, four. I I, I lie. I lie. Sorry. You can't trust me, guys. Um, I've done a Demon Hunter because I wanted to see what the story was. It was really cool. You get to go back to um, the second expansion to Black Temple where Elden was defeated. And you get to see the moments, what, he's tr- what he was really trying to prepare for when he said, oh, you're not prepared. And, you know, so many meanings behind that. You know, we always thought, oh, we're not prepared for Illidan. No, it's, yes, well, we weren't prepared for Illidan, but also we weren't prepared for the Legion the way he saw it. And it's kind of like that guy who, who's who got all the answers in the room, but doesn't say anything. You know, he's so misunderstood. Like, everyone just seems to have their own judgment. Snap judgment on this. Oh, Ilden's bad. And, you know, it, it's pretty neat. I really like that, how you get that snap judgment of, oh, well, he's got to be good or bad. It's like, well, maybe he's not. Maybe he is good, but he's trying. He's doing whatever it takes. And that's where you really get it. It's like, this guy is sacrificing and doing despicable stuff absolutely despicable whatever he can do to defeat the i mean sleep there's nothing that he won't do you know slimy backtrack you know betraying backstabbing anything to get the job done and his whole mission is to destroy the legion and he'll sacrifice the lives of his people to do that you know this is a cold calculating almost general Patton-esque like, Patton was like, dude, we need to get this done. And if i got to throw some bodies out there, we're going to go do it. And, you know, you're smacking guys with malaria. But anyway, that's my history coming out. And we'll, I'll digress, digress back in here. So it's a really neat story for the Demon Hunters. I've also done um, my Element of Shaman. I dabbled a little bit with a Shadow Priest and, uh, and a uh, Survival Hunter. Now, 
all of them, I say these by, there's a shaman class, but there's three specs. You can do three different things with them, and they all have a little bit of a different story to them. And it's all based on your artifact weapon. Your artifact weapon is tailored specifically to each of your characters, but your character specialization. And every class, or every character gets three specializations besides Demon Hunter, they get two. Um, and what I love is that there's a story behind all of them. Um, about your, your weapon, and where it came from, and, and why is it important, and why is it so powerful, and, and how is it going to be a good tool against this fight against the Legion. They also come with unique abilities, um, some more unique than others. The Elemental Shaman's... Um, Uniqueness comes for when you're in Stormheim, one of the zones. Uh, the elementals there. The there's some wind and water elementals there that recognize that you have it, and they're going, oh, and they'll actually you know at first start to attack you, and then once you once you engage with them, they go, oh, I didn't know that you wielded, you know, the fist of Raden, and boom, they're co they are totally chill with you, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, you know, that's that's pretty neat, that's, you know, they recognize this. Um, the Shadow Priest, its uh, dagger is actually possessed by, I think, an old god or maybe like a harbinger of the old god. And it whispers to you. When you die, it whispers something to you. When it fights certain bosses, it'll, it knows. Uh, the, you know, the story of the old gods is really super cool. And it's nice, nice to have that, neat to have that little piece of lore with you as you're going through stuff and, and you go to fight different encounters and stuff and it knows about these people. It know you know, the, the old gods are no friends of the Legion. Um, the old gods service uh, the Void Lords or the Shadow, so it's the anti-light. Um, and the Legion is supposed to be created to destroy the old gods, but it's, it's everything's so twisted. Nothing is really straight and narrow or cut and dry. It's not like, you know, this is versus that, and that's versus this, you know, and that's, you know, we, there's no clear defined boundaries, and it, it, it makes it more interesting, it's like real life, man, um, but yeah, they're all really, really neat, um, the character progression as you're, you know, leveling up, and you get, to, um, you get together with people who are of your same class, and you form an order hall, because in this expansion, um, the whole entire world is just, you know, gone to crap, and so you're trying to regroup, and you regroup with your classes, which is really cool because you, the focus is more on you and your class, you know, you're, you become a hero again, um, and I love the story, I, I finished up the story, class hall from a shaman, and spoiler alert, um, there was a whole, you get to reunite, um, all four elementals, the elemental lords, and that was one of the coolest things that I did. I was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. You know, I really loved, you know, Neptalon, and I really loved all these guys that, are, you know, we talk about in lore, and here they are. And you're the one who got them together, and you're now you're going to go stick it to the Legion with the Fury of the Elements. You know, you've got Storm, Earth, Air, Fire, and Water. Hey, you're just, you're, wow. Um, I was, I was super stoked about having that, and the quest with it was really great. Um, the, the world quest, after you hit 110, because 110 here reminded me of level 60 back in vanilla 110 was the start of the world of warcraft you know you you got your character up to the 10 levels and it's like okay well now the game is starting and i love that i really do love that i love that there was progression through it and it was a really good story up to that point and then it's like boom it keeps rolling 
you know, um, Warlords of Draenor is like, hey, I hit 100, and now nothing. There's, it's just kind of, I'm just going through motions. And this one's a lot less motions no, that, that there are. I mean, obviously this is a game about doing the same thing. Every game you play, when you go back to it, you're roughly playing the same thing. There's only a certain amount of themes that you could do when you play a game, but it's entertaining. It's how it captures you, and I think they do a great job. They offer world quests. Not so much like in Warlords, where it was just send out your people. Though you can do that. You can send out people um, through missions and such. And your world quests give you little tidbits. Sometimes they'll give you uh, maybe an armor piece. Maybe it's something of an upgrade. Um, maybe they'll give you a little bit of gold. Something to boost up your artifact power. As you have this artifact weapon, you infuse power into it and unlock abilities. Again, another really cool tool to keep keep you interested in the game and keep you wanting to progress through there and it gives you you know something to look forward to that 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 hunger that you want that that little piece or whatever um kind of like with the legendaries that they've hinted about dropping i have yet to get one i am dying to get one and i've got that hunger it's like you keep going you keep doing the quest you keep doing like, is this the time the legendary is going to drop because from what i understand they can drop anywhere off of anything so that's really neat. It's not like, okay, well, I can only drop off one thing. I need to just focus all my attention on this. And I was like, nope. You find a secret little uh, treasure chest out in the world, and they're hidden everywhere. It's like Easter egg hunt. They're hidden everywhere. All of them give you like a little token for your artifact power. So there's a bonus in doing that. They'll give you some uh, resources for your class hall. Bonus for that. And maybe a legendary. So it's really neat. And and they've hid, them, they've hid them all over the place. So, you know... Searching for them is an adventure of exploring yourself, or, or, or in itself, not yourself. Um, so I think the the character progression, the world quests, and the missions are really neat. Um, the bodyguards in this one are much different from the last one. Here they stay with you, and if they you know they happen to fall in battle, they're gone for about five seconds and maybe ten max, and then they come back. Where the old ones. If they happen to fall in battle, they're done for an hour. So it's like, oh, cool, why am I even going to have a bodyguard here? Why don't you have one? If you're going to be out in the world, especially if you're on a server like mine, um, I'm on a player versus player server, and the opposite faction outweighs us. They say it's 70-30%. I think it's more like, I really do think it's more like 85 or 90 to 10, because everywhere I go, it's it's a ratio of like 11 to 1. It's It's grossly outnumbered. So it's like, yeah, you better stack up your your side with a, at least a bodyguard. Have someone to try to to try to help you out. I mean, they might not put up much of a fight, but at least you, they gave you something. Um, there's no flying in this one, and that was a big uh, cry from people. Oh, you know, I spent this game for flying, and I don't get to fly. Yeah, I kind of get that, but at the same time, when you're having to run through places and actually be on the ground the world becomes a world you you get to learn the nooks and crannies you get to go it's like being in through a neighborhood you know when you're flying from one place to another and you just happen to arrive somewhere you're just at that one little location that's all you know is that location but if you have to travel through things and you have to kind of learn the ups and downs the nooks and crannies the hidden forests the caves or what have you you really get a feel for it, and I like that. Now, this one had a balance. 
there's a lot of flight networks, and you can fly. You can have a once you do world quests, they give you a whistle to call down um, some sort of mode of flying transportation and take you to the next flying node. You know, the next little Griffin Rider, what have you. And I think it's a good balance between the two. Between hey, you know, you have to fly to different places, and you can walk and you walk to run to places. It's it's a good fifty fifty balance, and I don't want them to put flying in the game. Because it makes flying, it makes having to, makes travel any other word obsolete. You know, why, why do this? Why spend money on that? Why do this? Why do that? And it makes it less of a world. It makes it less personal. You don't have to run into enemy players or opposite uh, NPCs. You just fly over it, drop in, grab your thing, get evacuated out. You're in, you're in and out. You know, before lunchtime. And that that sucks. It really does suck. It's it makes it too convenient, and then convenience makes it kind of boring. Um, another thing that I think that they've done really well, the zones look phenomenal. They're all gorgeous. They're absolutely gorgeous, and they're they're uniquely different and beautiful. the The artists, that blows my mind. It really does blow my mind, and uh, I think it blows my mind even more now that I know. The, the level of detail that artists have to go through and, and, and the time that they have to spend to create just something simple. You know, you're just creating a rock. and But if you're making that rock look real and you're, you've, the, the 2D and 3D texture is just perfect. You, you look at that and you go, wow, that's gorgeous. It's still cartoony because World of Warcraft has that cartoon type of theme or feel to it. But at the same time, or that fantasy theme, but at the same time, it's, it's gorgeous, it's majestic. And uh, kudos to all of them. They're very unique um, landscapes, very unique trees, very unique, all, all this stuff. Um, even the characters and the details um, on the actual uh, people and, and uh, uh, Desonins. Desonins? 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 Yeah, I got it right. I'm probably... M- messing that up a lot. I'm sorry. I'm trying to dig deep, but, um, on <laughs> my vocabulary, my SATs. Um, but yeah, it, it looks gorgeous. It really does. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm in awe every time I'm flying somewhere or every time I'm, I'm just traveling somewhere, I just look around and you go, wow, this is really cool. This is super cool. Um, the instances and raids. Those are some big things. That's their main hub of this. Like, I love PvP, but your main big push in every single WoW has been the player versus the environment, the PvE. And instances have been one of those kind of like inconveniences to kind of prep you up before you go do the big raid. And then once the raids come out, there's no real point doing instances. Well, Blizzard kind of changed that. In their second expansion, they made it where the instances, eh, they were still fun to do. There was still something to, to go back for. And here they've done it again. They've mixed two of their games together. And they said, well, Diablo 3 has is a game that you play. It's the same game every single time. Um, it's a bunch of pretty numbers, and you're blowing the crap out of demons. That Bar none, that's it. That's the, the nuts and bolts of it. But what they do to keep you coming back is like, hey, you collect gear. That's what you want. You want to collect the, you know, collect the shiny. And 
how do we still make this where it's just not you just throttling stuff? Well, let's make every time you come back, we could scale it. So when your skill level goes up, the computer skill level goes up. So you're now kind of fighting against your own best. So now this becomes personal. That instance becomes personal to you. It's like, okay, what's my very best? So we have three, four levels, I, I, would, I would say, of instances. So you have your normal. So you're just going in, your normal, this is how you enter the instance you kind of learn it then you have a heroic setting which will throw a little bit more onto you maybe they hit a little harder maybe they do a couple special things uh, a little something different then they have mythic and mythic will be okay these things hit really hard uh, there's new mechanics to some of the things that you fought before so you you were learning a grasp of how to do stuff and now you're mastering your skill and then the final one so you were up to three or you know uh, normal heroic mythic and we're at the final one of mythic plus well mythic plus um, requires you to run regular mythic dungeons and you get these sometimes you'll get these keys um, or a keystone and a keystone will be set to a random instance you, know, you can beat let's say you beat, beat instance a well I get a keystone for instance you know F okay well let's go run mythic you know at dungeon F and we'll put the keystone in it and we'll see how how, how, how high we can go well you can there's no end to it there's no, it's not like, hey, you know, I, I've done now Mythic Plus and well, that's it. Well, Mythic Plus goes from as high as your skill level can push you. And that is super cool. It keeps making instances relative and, or you know, relevant, sorry, relative, um, relevant. It, it makes it so you're continuing to push yourself. The loot is of what you're, you know, you're throwing down. So if you don't want to do raids and you just have a group of five people and you want to do Mythic Dungeon whatever, you know, people aren't going to go, oh, well, they just did a dungeon. Well, yeah, they did Mythic Dungeon, like, let's say, Keystone 30, and people go, oh, damn, that's that's rough. Five people? Then it starts to become, holy crap, you did it with five people? There's a lot less room for error with five people than there is for 20 to 30 to 40. You know, 40 people, you can have, you know, five of them being off on their game, and you wouldn't notice a thing. Um, so I think that's really cool to make instances completely relevant throughout the whole game. You don't have to raid, even though I would highly suggest doing raids, because I did my first raid, um, and it was so fun. Uh, they have the, was it, the Emerald Nightmare that is now out. It's been out for a little over a week. Uh, this past Tuesday marked its first week, and it's been great. I think it's an awesome intro. It aesthetically again looks just trippy it's exactly what you think the emerald nightmare would be think of i mean emerald dream is supposed to be just lush green grasses and 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 trees and just you know swirling green it's supposed to be like the real world but green and and then just kind of like a lushy haze and all that stuff well this is like red and freddy krueger it's almost like the upside down world in stranger things yes i just brought stranger things into world of warcraft but swear to god it's got that kind of gooey type of thing and there's that stuff falling down you know that stuff in the air and it's just trippy it's absolutely trippy some things are upside down some things are blown apart they're being tethered like you've got this you know this mountain and it's just being warped into nothing it's been like swirled into a portal and you're like it's Alice in Wonderland um, but a really cool really like just 
artistically, these people have been let off the chain and just created just masterpieces. And, and I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm, I'm totally enthralled with, with all of the, the artistry that has gone into this. Um, and I'm so glad that there's so many fantastic artists uh, and designers and engineers who have all come together to make these things because we thoroughly enjoyed them and they really need to get their, their credit and their dues. It's just crazy. Um, but my first raid was great. I don't think it was too hard. Um, I've only done it on normal. We went all the way to the, I made it to the second to last boss and I was pretty much winging it the whole entire time. I had a group with me who's done it before that really did help. Um, from what I saw, some of the some of the um, bosses were a little bit easier. The mechanics weren't too bad to do, and some of the bosses were like, "Oh wow, this is a really neat mechanic. You got to you know switch here and and move this place and make sure you're on this point, or else everyone goes." And um, it was really uh, interesting. It was a good first raid. I think it did a good introduction to get people used to it. Um, the John John uh, Q Public who's playing this, I think, will really like it. A cool bit of lore, um, a story going through there through um, Scenarius, who's a, a god, and all this other stuff. Yeah, I'm not even going to bore you with that. But just awesome. Awesome first raid. Kudos. Um, some really hardcore gamers out in Russia, actually. And then very soon followed by five guilds in uh, the European Union have all finished it on the hardest difficulty within the first 24 hours. And I think that the Russians did it in the first 17 hours. Um, and people are like, oh, well, now it's too easy. You know, oh, they made the Mythic too easy. Well, a couple things. One, these are pro gamers. These are people who, you know, you've got a group in there that they're dedicated to just doing this. This is not sure people who have to carry 9 to 5, who have to do other things, who have kids, who whatever. This is their job. <laughs> Your job is to do this. And you prep for this. You see that they beat it in 17 hours and go, oh, well, you don't see the months and months and months of prep and strategy. And and they had to really come together. It's like, okay, we come together. What's the best way to go about this? And they took it on. And I think that's a really cool challenge. Also, it's the first dungeon. It's the first instance. It's supposed to, not supposed to be incredibly hard. Blizzard at any time. At anytime can flip a switch and make it where you can't beat anything they can keep people back they can make it where you never beat the game they put the you know uh the no win scenario i guess um you you can you can turn on the difficulty but the it's that finding the balance and these are when i say the pros eat drink sleep this stuff so don't you know, people try not to compare yourself to them you're not them you won't be them because you're probably doing other things. These people don't go do other stuff. Everything else is taken care of for them. So you're just, your main focus is one thing. You know? Yeah, you can do great stuff if your main focus is one thing. Um, so you know, the hoopla of that, I think it's awesome that they were able to do it in 17 hours. I think that's fantastic. A lot of hard work and dedication to be able to do that. Kudos to them. But, you know, don't take that as something that you should knock on. Oh, well, this is easy. Oh, it's just crap. Oh, Legion's not going to be anything. Don't ever think about that. So my thoughts in the future are, if they keep doing what they're doing, they listen to you, they listen to the feedback, I don't think they're going to take, I don't think in this expansion at least, they're going to take a step back to what they've done in uh, Warlords of Draenor, the previous one. They unleash their um, 
their artists, their engineers, and their creative team, and they keep doing what they're doing, they're, they're going to murder it. This is a fantastic game. And if you haven't played it yet, and you're able to, you have a computer, you have a decent computer, because it's actually, it starts to take, it's taking a lot more specs than what it used to. Uh, you used to be able to run Warcraft on a potato. Uh, not anymore. Um, play it. Give it a shot. There's a lot of things that get you into it. There's a trial to have, hey, listen, we'll give you a free 100 for a little bit, and you go sample some stuff. Give it a shot. Give it a shot, and you might very well find yourself hooked. Take your time. Read it. Enjoy everything, you know? And you'll be surprised. So those are my thoughts about War, World of Warcraft Legion. Um... I think it's going to be. A I think it's a great game so far. I highly recommend it to everybody else. And uh, you know, feel free to leave your feedback either on the the website. Um, you can do it through there, or probably even better yet, do it through the Facebook page. That's the easiest way. I mean, so let's, let's just use social media. Uh, you go facebookcom backslash Jacksonville Nerd. So spell out the whole entire Jacksonville Nerd, and you can find us there. Or if you're already a member of Jacks Nerd, you're part of the Nerd Nation. Um, leave us a comment about this. We'll see you then.